Good to see everyone again. Uh, I'll go ahead and make a couple opening comments in regards to the uh, game on Saturday. Just some things. After having an opportunity to watch some film, you always get a chance to uh, kind of reevaluate it. Uh, you know, from an offensive side, uh, was pleased with, with how we were able to run the football. Challenged the Rams early. Uh, we knew that they were going to try to stop all our internal run game, all the A and B gap run game that we've, we've lived on for years. And uh, it took some time for us to kind of find our niche and where we wanted to go with it. But when anytime you can end up with, you know, 250 plus yards, that, that's a good day. And uh, was excited to see our, you know, our, our rush per average was close to five. Um, I felt like we, we established the line of scrimmage. We controlled it. Uh, we just had to make some adjustments throughout the course of the game. Uh, you know, they did a nice job coming up with some different pressure packages. That was probably the one thing I think going into you know, each week following this, we're going to have to find ways to, uh, to to turn protections, get in the right protection at different times, uh, and just continue to uh, to work that. We're, we've seen so many different fronts. Uh, by the time you combine Butler and UND, that uh, we, we we've seen a lot of football up front, but we need to continue to to get better at IDing things and making sure we want we know where the protection needs to go, uh, and then you know the one positive that I was really excited about offensively, we're five for five on third and shorts. Uh, challenge the offense uh, uh, early in the week. We need to continue to win the line of scrimmage and win the time of possession. And when you can go five for five, that's a, that's a big stat that jumped out at me, uh, one that I didn't notice uh, right after the game, but I thought was critical in our success. Uh, defensively, third downs have to be, we got to continue to be better, especially third and seven and, and, and third and 14. Those two third downs in that scoring drive that UND had were, were frustrating. And uh, oh, it was good that the, the the halftime was going to come shortly thereafter. We could get in and make some adjustments and come out and, and I thought play a better second half. Uh, I thought there was improved tackling from week one. Um, that's something that you always want to continue to stress. Uh, it's, it's one of the greatest fundamentals that's out there, and it's critical to our success as a defense. Special teams, like where we're at, Coach Gazer's done an unbelievable job, uh, you know, being the coordinator of our special teams. We are in it, it. It's it's hard for this the, the the general fan to know it, but on our return schemes, I really think we're we're one block. We're one we're one piece of execution away from having some big returns. So I like where we're at. Coach Larson's worked with our KOR. Uh, you know, Coach Morgan's done a great job with our punt D. So still excited about where those teams are going and the improvement that's out there for us yet. Uh, and then as a team, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to preach to our guys that uh, uh, you know we got to continue to play with great fundamentals and uh, a sense of urgency or, or, or unbelievable effort. And I think if we can do those two things, uh, we'll have a great opportunity to win every week. And so uh, we have a great uh, test this week going out to Delaware, our first road trip uh, of the 2019 season. Uh, you know, we're on the plane at 1245. It's a 12 o'clock kickoff, uh, a little bit earlier than, than normal for our players. Uh, we're going to have to speed things up. Uh, Saturday morning, pregame meal will be uh, at 9, 9.15 rather than the gen typical 10.45. So uh, it'll be new, uh, but it'll be good for our guys. I told them after the game, uh, I think when teams go on the road, it, it's, it's opportunities to create a bunch of continuity uh, for guys to get to know each other's story and to really start caring about one another. And so uh, I'm, I'm excited about this being a, a big trip for us, and, and we're going to play a really good football team as well. And uh, I, I know Delaware's going to, and Coach Rocco are going to be prepared for the Bison when they come to town. Uh, I'll, I'll open it up to questions at that time. At this time, how much did that Target Field game and trailing down there help for trailing field? Yeah, I, I don't know if it did. You know, it's a bus trip versus a versus a plane, uh, a quick trip where. 
probably 99% of our kids have been to Minneapolis. Even some of our remote area kids have flown into Minneapolis airport. So uh, I, I think you're kind of comparing apples and oranges a little bit based on just the, the length of the trip. You learn anything on Mason, James, and Dimitri? Dimitri's going to be fine. Uh, it's just a, uh, one of those situations where he, we need to do a better job of managing the, the, the ailment right now. And so anticipate him being back. Uh, the other ones you threw out there were James. Uh, don't know anything at this time. Going to continue to uh, uh, play it by ear uh, once I get back over to the facility. He was in the facility yesterday. Saw him this morning up moving around. So, uh, you know, if, if I were a betting man, I, I know James is going to do everything he can to play. Uh, and then Mason right now uh, has an injury to the lower body, will be out, going to probably require surgery here in the next couple of weeks. What was James's injury? Was it concussion? Uh, that's what they were testing, making sure that if it was actually a concussion or not. Matt, what's uh, Jasir Cox's status? I know he was injured in the game against Butler. What's Where is he at right now? Uh, he, right now he's in a brace, up, moving around, rehab every day. He's at practice, uh, jogging, straight line. Uh, hopefully we'll get him back here in a couple of weeks. You said you've seen a lot of different fronts. Is that because... Um, your quarterback Lance is a freshman and they're trying to trick him and see if he can read that stuff? Oh, I, I think that's a big part of it, Jeff. I think uh, teams are trying to get into some things where maybe a new quarterback can't doesn't necessarily know who he's IDing in the protection, where he wants to slide the protection, or where he wants to put his back in the protection. Um, and then you know, I think the biggest thing that we've seen is both these teams probably had the entire offseason to game plan for us. And they were going to do something completely different or th something that they hadn't shown necessarily on film just for the shock value that it might cause or, the, or slow us down a little bit. And how has Lance handled that? He's done well. Yeah, I, I think as, as I've watched film with the offensive staff, I think there's been a few times he's he's missed some things as far as protection and being able to get us lined up, and then probably missed a couple reads as far as some of the quarterback run game where uh, it, he probably would have been well served to to hand it off rather than keep it. And are those things that through experience that Easton and, and Carson would have figured <laughs> out by now, well, just because they're experienced. You know, I, I think yeah, if you were to compare, you know, junior senior. Carson and Easton to freshman Trey, probably not really fair to compare that, but you know, you're, you're probably exactly right. Because of the experience, those guys had seen a lot more football. You had mentioned identifying pressures and identifying fronts. Is that kind of a Carson Schoening thing? Is that a Trey thing? What is that communication like? Whose kind of responsibility is all that? Well, a lot of it goes back to you know some safety rotation and being able to see the stacks and the coverage to know where the pressure might be coming from, and and and, and Carson's not going to be able to see all those things. So, you know, Trey's going to be a vital part of, of trying to get the protection going the right direction. What stands out about Delaware so far, Matt? After two games they played in a triple overtime game with Rhode Island. Well, I tell you, what, the last game they played in was unbelievably physical. Uh, the Rhode Island-Delaware game, sit there and watch it. Uh, you know, I, I think they're a physical unit right there. Just uh, one of their linebackers, number 51, uh, Drew Nichols, uh, he was getting bounced around but continued to play unbelievably hard. Uh, I think they have a couple safeties that are you know, guys that will come downhill and, and stroke you. Number 29, uh, his name is uh, Noah Plack. I think he's a redshirt freshman, but really good football player. Veteran offensive line. Big tight ends, you know, going to remind you of, of someone that, you know, of ourselves a little bit. Uh, a returning quarterback who, uh, again, is, is efficient with the football, doesn't turn it over. Uh, looks as if he's leaned down a little bit. They try to use him in maybe a run game a little bit or at least forcing people to have to defend uh, the, the possibility of him running the football. So, uh, you know, and then they bring in a backup quarterback to do a little bit more plus one run game. So uh, the excellent football team, well coached, play extremely hard. How comfortable are you with 
terms of brick and cross, so what would you say his range is for you? If you get the ball to the 30-yard line and you're fourth and three, I mean, you haven't faced with that yet, but have you thought about what the situations are? We've had conversations in the staff room right now, and, uh, you know, I think right now uh, Griffin's done an excellent job for us, and, and we'll continue to evaluate what his, his range is. Uh, but I think it's critical for us to give him some makeable kicks early and so we can get that confidence up, and, and, and you know, he'll continue to hit it well. How different is it preparing for a team that you didn't see last year? Well, it, it's good. There's good and there's good and bad about it. Uh, you know, defensively or from the offensive side of the football, similar, same coordinator, but on the from a, the defensive standpoint at NDSU, they have a new coordinator as well. So uh, again, trying to find out you know what his mo is going to be. They, 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 there's some same things that we've seen from a year ago, but what new is he going to show the Bison here this weekend? Yeah, that kind of unbelievable road record over your, your time here as an assistant. Is there anything that you are going to change about the the day to day of going on the road, travel, game day prep, stuff no. like that? Or- we're not, we're not changing a thing, and it's going to be the exact same. And uh, Coach Kramer and our support staff, we had a great meeting this morning just to make sure that we, we verified every little detail on how we're going to approach the, the road trip. Trey playing in his first true road game, is, do you prepare him different or have him you know get ready for noise or just different things that he hasn't been, had to deal with to this? We, we will have some noise at practice, uh, you know, especially on third downs or some red zone situations. Uh, the other thing we want to do is have some noise for some special teams as well. Uh, the cadence on punt will be critical, uh, you know, and just things like that. Will we use silent count? What will we use? Uh, I'm going to let the offensive staff figure that out, put us in the best situation. But, uh, you know, the noise will be one. But as far as just the, the, the road game, one of the nice things about the four-game rule is he went on some games last year, so he knows – what our itinerary looks like on a, on a road trip. Matt, is Keogh any different from when you saw him early last year? Well, like I said, I think he, he looks a little bit more athletic. Like he's leaned down. Uh, I, I do. He wears a big brace now uh, on one of his knees, where when we played him a year ago, he did not. So I don't know if that is a an existing injury or something that's just preventative. Matt, you got for, t- for uh, tight ends, five or six touchdowns receptions are from them. How have you seen you know, Coach Roll with the indoor Ellison Babbage in terms of receiving touchdowns? Have you seen Tyler Roll mix the tight ends? Well, it, it's funny you bring that up, isn't it? Tyler Roll coaches the tight ends, so I, I wonder. You know? But uh, uh, and that's been a jab at Tyler in the office a little bit, too. But, you know, why won't you? Those guys have unbelievable catch radius. Uh, you, you saw Noah Gindorf has great speed as well. You know, breaking tackles on, on the touchdown. Uh, they're going uh, to the south end zone. So, uh, you know, Trey's comfortable. And, and as I mentioned after the game, nine different offensive players had catches on Saturday. And I, I, I think that's a big thing for a young quarterback to have, you know, enough faith and, and trust in his, his receivers that he's going to spread it around and, and find the guy with the easy completion. How much time did you guys spend in the offseason off installing stuff for these these tight ends? Because you use Josh outside, you use Noah inside. I mean, you can line them up all over and, and run tons of different formations with the same personnel. Well, I think part of it is just what is what has bothered me in the past, cross personnel. Well, all of a sudden, it looks like an 11 or a 10 formation, but there's big receivers or big tight ends out there. And then they reduce or expand. You know, that, that's, that's a unique deal that, that defenses have to handle. So uh, I, I'm really excited about how we're utilizing those guys. And uh, uh, even you know, Austin Avery's done a nice job of getting in there and having a role. Uh, and Tyler does a great job using those guys and spreading the wealth. Kobe Johnson, uh, you see him getting an expand, more of an expanded role within the offense as the season progresses, or are you still kind of feeling out about how he's picking up? I think that's going to be uh, 
a slow process, but we want to make sure he does understand uh, some base things. I think we could utilize him in the past game as well. Uh, he has a role on special teams already. Uh, he's done a great job. He, he comes from a, you know, it, it's hard to believe that the high school that he played at didn't have football very long and, uh, you know, relatively new program. And, and he's done a great job of transitioning here and, and, and going to be an outstanding football player over the course of his year of his career. How long after Kobe got on campus did you guys kind of realize that this guy might need to be a part of 2019? Well, when when you're recruiting him and Coach Buddha goes down in spring recruiting to Georgia and sees him run a 10-5, smart coaches find places for guys like that on the field. Is, is Wadarsik another guy that's looking like going to be a, a guy that's going to play more? I think right as of right now, we're going to continue to, to work with him at safety, continue to utilize him on special teams. He, the thing that, that, that Julian has is he's a big physical kid already. And you guys have heard me no, numerous times talk to you about the physical part of the game is where high school kids struggle. Well, Jacob Lippi, Julian, guys who were pretty well developed already. Julian's 200 plus pounds. You know, so he can physically hold up to the, 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 the physicality of college football right now. Well, speaking of Lippy, a couple of the young receivers that you talked about early in the year mm -hmm. did, did not get in the game, I don't believe, on Saturday. Yep. Lippy and Braylon. Correct. Did not get in. That, 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 was, that was perfect. At the time, late in the game, we're, we're under center. We were trying to run the football as much as we could. Uh, you know, get Cole Jacobs, a lot of those guys were taking the majority of the reps, and so we, we were going to use them, save them for another game. Still trying to maybe think of the, the four game with guys like DJ, Braylon, and. Of course, yep. Still, that's in the back of our mind. Uh, you know, not not going to say we're going to pull anything yet. Uh, trying to be as smart and as efficient with our four game rule as possible. Matt, have you visited with anybody in your profession that's played at Delaware or will this week about what? Granted, they're renovating the stadium. What the environment is there? Have not. Uh, I know uh, uh, Coach Cattell, our operations director of operations, has reached out to Delaware State's director of operations, just try to identify loud, what, what the coaching box is even like because of the renovation, trying to get a little bit of an idea, but have not yet to this point. What do you think about playing a CAA team, something different that non-conference you guys normally don't do? Would you like to see more CAA teams on the non-conference well, you know, I, I think it's 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 an excellent league. You know, it, it speaks for itself. Has great tradition. Uh, you can go up and down the, the the teams in their league, and they've all had their run of success. And so, uh, it, it's going to be a huge uh, challenge for us uh, to go out there and win at their place. But uh, we're excited to play them. I, I know being a CAA team immediately garners respect from our football team. How do you approach a quarterback like Keo two thousand yards last year? Well, you know, one, try to get around his feet and so see if we can make him a little bit, uh, you know, uncomfortable in the pocket. Uh, we got to do a great job of stopping the run. I think they have a, a really good running back as well. Their run game is where they want to, you know, they're, they're going to very similar uh, menu or a recipe to success that, that we have. Time of possession, being able to run the football and win the line of scrimmage. Do you have, you have uh, Ellison and Wagey on any kind of a pitch count right now or once they were cleared? Were they <clears throat> well, you know, <laughs> Ben probably was going into it. Uh, and then as the game progressed, I think he realized that he was healthier than maybe what he was. Uh, and come second half, old Ben Ellison started to show up, and he was getting after some people at the point of attack, which was which was good to see. And our team needs to see that. Jackson Brown status, he didn't play. Yeah, he'll be ready to go this week. Was he hurt this past week? No. Just how was the defensive rotation, defensive front, defensive line rotation last year? You were nine deep. How is that developing with some young? Well, I think right now we're, we're probably at not at nine, but I bet we're playing seven or eight guys. Uh, still, a lot of them are, are 
getting their first experience of college football right now. So uh, the more rotation we can get out there, the better. Uh, late in the game was good for guys like uh, uh, Justice Kelly, uh, you know, uh, Lane Tucker, critical snaps, uh, even Matt Beagler, who you know, we, we look at as an older player but hasn't played a whole lot for us since this year. So we need to continue to get those guys as many reps as we can.